hi guys um this is Fisika. i got my bro oscar here um this is the first episode of our new podcast hoops and hat tricks uh it's been a while you know we've been working on it for a while and you know we finally got it everything sorted out um oscar tell me how you're feeling right now i'm feeling good i'm feeling excited i'm so excited to start it we've been talking about it for a while and now it's finally here yeah man so uh this podcast hoops and hat tricks is obviously primarily based on basketball and football you know that's going to be our main our main topics and you know what a perfect time to start you know oscar starting today all-star weekend uh how you how you you feeling about all-star weekend man um i'm feeling excited of course it's all-star you get to see the best players in the league playing one game but a certain player didn't make it so you know a little bit salty about that oh you gotta be sorry which player are you talking about i'm talking about the guy out of fresno state six foot eight small forward who plays for the clippers well, well, goes play- by the name of poor george play playoff p playoff p yg trees i don't know why okay no i do know why he didn't make it he's not been playing enough games but ah you know i mean we, you know- we will have that, that one player and he's mine but of course i'm going to tune in and i'm looking forward to it I mean, you so let me let me just break down the teams for you. You got Team LeBron starting lineup. Mm-hmm. You got LeBron. You got Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, James Harden, and reserves. You got Damian Lillard, but you know he's not. He's injured, so he's not playing. So Devin Booker took his place. Shout out to mm-hmm. Devin Booker. He's done brilliantly this season, even though the Suns have not. Uh, you got Ben yep. Simmons, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul making a return to the All Star game after three it. years yeah he's done he's it. deserved it um, you've got Working Russell Westbrook in OKC 100% mm-hmm. Domantas Sabonis first year all-star and obviously as I said Devin Booker Frank Vogel coaching um, just from the team LeBron do you think you know they've got that right do you think that anybody's been snubbed at all apart from Paul um, George obviously I, <laughs> I would have said Devin Booker but he's in there now due to Damian Lillard not being healthy so yeah, I feel like they've got it spot on. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't really think of anyone in anyone that's yeah. I can't think of anyone that's just missing. To be fair, I mean, two and two, I agree. What about you? Like, I, I mean, I think they've, I think they've got it right. Just from you know, from both, from both teams. Obviously, I'll say Team Giannis in a bit, but I think they've got it right. I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's really been. I don't think there's any been any snubs, any shocks that one particular person hasn't made the All Star team. I think they've got it right, and with Team Giannis who's, you know, the captain for the second year in a row, as well as LeBron. You In the starting lineup, yep. obviously, you've got Giannis, the mm-hmm. reigning MVP. You've got Joe Embiid, Pascal Siakam, first year All-Star. Uh, you've got Kemba Walker with his new team, the Boston Celtics. And you've got Trey Young, who's also the first time All-Star. But there's there's been talk of him, you know, not deserving it because his team has won, like, 13 games. Like, what do you think? Nah, don't, don't give me that. The guy's almost averaging 30 points a game. Come out. I don't care. The in his second season in the NBA, he's almost scoring 30 points a game. I don't care. His team could not win a single game. The guy's putting the ball in the back of the net. He's basically almost a double-double. 30, almost 30 points per game, almost 10 assists. The guy has to make it and he has to start too. I, I, so I'm I, happy I agree, that he, he, he got his recognition. Yeah, he's, for me, he, he deserves who, it. Who, who are you going to put in there instead of him? Like, fair enough, you can argue Bradley Bill got snapped, but... If anything, Bradley Bill goes in over Kyle Lowry or Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion, as a guard, because of this format. So, nah, Trey Young has to be in there. 
Yeah, has to be. yeah. He, for me, he has to be in there. And you look at the reserves. I mean, you've got Chris Middleton, second year in a row. You've got Bam Adebayo mm-hmm. and Rudy Gobert, both first-time All-Stars. Um, first-times. Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry. You've got Brandon Ingram and Donovan Mitchell from the West, both making the All-Star team for the first time. Uh, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell was a was a contentious one for for the people in the NBA world, even though you know he is having another you know his third you know another really really good season. Utah, I mm-hmm. think they're I think they're third or fourth in the West. I think they're no fifth in the West actually. Um, yeah, they're doing he's doing brilliantly. But do you think, as you said, you don't think he he should have made it? If anyone, well, because they do it the East and West, so obviously he plays in the West. So I I can't think of a West a Western Conference guard that should replace him. Obviously, we know that Stephen Clay will eat up the spots when they come back next season. So oh, of course. Maybe I've seen people try sneaking John Morant. I love his first season, but I cannot I cannot put him in there. I mean that's that's a tough one. Like you know he's he's done brilliantly. You know he's he's led the the Grizzlies to a to a playoff place. I, I don't think anybody really expected that at the start of the season. Um, he's mm-hmm. definitely a he was definitely a contender, but to be honest, I agree. I don't think he he was ready for it this year. Next year, I think um, he probably will be an all star. But to be honest, I can't. You can't even say that with you can't even say that with certainty because the West is just so strong. Like the guards are just so strong in that conference. It's so stacked, exactly. And like, I, um, Harden and Harden and Westbrook are pretty much guaranteed. Stephen Clay are, are guaranteed all stars. So then from there, you in terms of guards. You've still got Chris Paul. Boy, it's tough. It's tough. You've still got Damian Lillard. <laughs> Boy. I, I, yeah. It, I can't I can't even say for certain that he'll make it. It's a tough one. And, you know, we've got the All-Star game, that, like we just said. And you, we also got a mm-hmm. few contests. We've got the skills challenge. We've got, you know, a couple All-Stars in here. Uh, well, actually, a few All-Stars in here who are, take, who are competing. Mm-hmm. We've got Bam Adebayo. We've got Patrick Beverly, your guy. Your guy from the Clippers, yes, Pat Bev. I love, I love that guy. I'm not gonna lie, it, it took me a while to warm up to him, but you, you can't <laughs> not love a bit of Pat Bev. Yeah, you gotta love, you gotta love the effort, the the passion he has. I mean, that's that's what all fans. He's like, he's the living embodiment of a, of of a fan on the court. Just the amount of passion that 100%. they would want to put in. I mean, we know that from 100%. football. We when we see players put in the effort, when we see players, you know, just even something as simple as celebrating, we want to see them doing it with passion because that's exactly what we're doing. When we're watching exactly. from home, we're watching from in the stadium, all of that. A hundred percent. And yeah. to me, Pat Bev is a dog. He's a fighter. Like, especially in the playoffs last year, going like guarding KD, that's what made me fall in love with him. Yeah, he 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 he, he, he tried to he tried to do it. I mean, he did well the first you know couple of games, but <laughs> we saw KD come out and said, you know, you know who I am, and you know he yeah. he did show exactly everyone who he was exactly. So I mean, he's he's the best scorer in the league. So I mean, it was what can, a, it was, what yeah. can you do? So moving on from Beverly, we've got Spencer Dinwiddie, who won it in two thousand eighteen, mm-hmm. wasn't able yes. to um, defend his title last year due to injury, but he's back mm-hmm. in it now. Uh, we did have Derek Rose, but he Derek had to Rose, pull out because yeah. of injury. So we've got Shea Gilgeous Alexander, who's mm-hmm. another young star who's having a brilliant year with OKC. And you know yes. he's really learning from from Chris Paul, a legend CP3. of the sport. Yep, of course. I do. I do love um, Shea. I feel like he's he. he 
I feel like he doesn't get the credit he deserves sometimes. I feel like, oh, especially online, not. people people are, are quick to judge him. But yeah, him him he's learning off a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, future Hall of Famer definitely. So yeah, I'm happy that he he's getting some recognition, and he's also in the Rising Stars game too. Yeah, he was, and um, after Shea Gilgis Alexander, we've got you know another also we've got an All Star and Chris Middleton take um, having his having his um, place in the Skills Challenge. We've got Demantis Sabonis, another All Star, and then two more in Pascal Siakam and Jason JT. Tatum taking taking mm-hmm. their part in the in the Skills Challenge. So who do you think could um, will win the Skills Challenge? That's difficult because I would have. I would have backed my guy D Rose yeah. if he was healthy, because I you just, you just love a bit of D Rose, and it's a shame that he can't catch a break with the injuries. But looking at it now, I'm gonna go Spencer Dinwiddie retaining. Well, I say retaining, but winning it for the second time. And yeah, it's it's a difficult one to to guess. I mean, you've got the little the little dribble, and you've got that little pass into the that hold yeah. sort of thing, and then the layup, and then the three. It's a difficult one, but I'm probably I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum, retain retaining it. I'm, I'm gonna go because okay. he he had a lot of competition last year. You know he had um, the Luka Doncic was taking part. You know you had yeah Trey. He you know he had Trey, Trey, Trey Young. Young in the I think it was Trey Young in the in the final in the final yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 taking I'm taking JT Jason Tatum. And, yeah, that's a shout. Yeah, and three point contest, which is obviously one of the. One of the one of the I've best contests. I got a bone to pick. Got a bone to pick with someone in here. Oh wait, I, I don't know which one. You tell tell, tell me which one. Certain uh, guard that plays for the Chicago Bulls. Well, I think you're talking about Zach 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 Levine. Is that is that the one? I am. Um, he's competing in the wrong contest. What on earth are you doing in the three point contest? When Aaron Gordon, did, okay, I know I'm skipping. We haven't touched the dunk contest yep. yet, but we all know that Aaron Gordon's competing again with Zach Levine. We all know Aaron Gordon's coming back to the to the dunk contest, yeah. and the competition that those two had was legendary. It's arguably the best dunk contest um, ever, and for him not to not to dunk and choose to shoot freeze instead, I can't forgive him for that. Yeah, it's 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 a huge disappointment, especially since the All Star Game is you know it's in Chicago. You know he's mm-hmm. he's in his he's in he's in his city. Um, mm-hmm. Playing for the Bulls, so I do think that is a it's a huge disappointment for everyone. So let's just 100%. let's just look at the, the the guys he will he will compete against in the three point contest. We've got Davis Bertans from the Washington mm-hmm. Wizards, sharpshooter, one of the so, best shooters in the game like, for me amazing. to be honest with you. Um, we've Cash. got Devonte Graham from the Charlotte Hornets. He's having a mm-hmm. you know a great season, even though Charlotte are not. Um, we've got Joe not Harris, great. Joe Harris mm-hmm. from the Brooklyn Nets, reigning. Three point champion. Yeah. Yep. We've got Buddy Heald from the Sacramento Kings, another brilliant shooter. Another great shooter. Yep. And as well as Levine, we've got um Damian Lillard. But he, obviously he won't he, be it will be it will be part. Devin Booker that replaces him. Yes, it will. And then we've yep. got Duncan Robinson from the Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Another one. Another sharp shooter. Yep. And exactly. then Trey Young. Ice Trey. Who for me is my favorite for the three point contest? I think he will win it. It's a tough, it's a tough, um, it's a tough competition. But I'm going with Ice Trey. Who are you going with? Uh, it's really tough because there's some amazing shooters on this list. Uh, 
Okay, I want I want Trey Young to win it. I think I think I think Buddy Hill is gonna win it. I don't know. I I just feel like he will. I mean, it, but I, he he I he, he could. I mean, it's just it's it's so difficult. They're all gr- they're all great shooters. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like Burton's Joe Harris, who won it last year. Like you, they were they were very good shooters. And now you know going uh, to the slam dunk contest, which you 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 definitely have a problem with. We've got four guys. You know, we've got Aaron Gordon, who is a who's a vet of the slam dunk contest. This is his third mm-hmm. one. Um, we've mm-hmm. got Pat Connington from the Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe not many people yep. know Connington, but he's got hops. No, he's, he's, he's got, got hops. hops. Yeah, like I, I don't like when you look at him, you might not think he does. Yeah, but the guy can get up there. And plus, you know, not many people know this, but he's a proper athlete. I mean, he was drafted in the in Major League Baseball. Um, I think around the same year he was drafted in the NBA. So, you know, he he's oh, wow. a very athletic guy. Um, Pat Connington. And yeah, you know, it shows in his gameplay. Yeah, and you know we see a we see a return for for Superman Dwight Howard. I think eleven years uh, after his last dunk contest. I suppose it's good for entertainment factor, but that spot should obviously be for Zach Levine. But he's deciding to be stubborn. So yeah, I mean, it's a, I don't mind. We'll take Dwight. It's nice to see him back in the league playing for the Lakers too. So yeah, having a having yeah, a, a really nice good to see season. him out in, Ch- in Chicago. Yeah, he is coming off your bench, so. Yeah, I have obviously got Aaron Gordon winning because he, I feel like as much as... Oh, ha, have we spoken about Derek Jones Jr.? We didn't even say the Derek Jones Jr. You're completely Sorry, right. We've we, got we Derek can't Jones do him. Jr. We cannot do him like that. We can't. Another guy who has hops. He is just... He, he's one of the most explosive dunkers in this league. Oh, he's so he's athletic. crazy. Oh my... Like, I would, like, if I was in the league, I wouldn't get in his way. 100%. That's a 100%, cold moment I mean. right there. But so yeah, I am going for Aaron Gordon to win because I feel like he's the most creative on the list. I feel like he's 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 come he's gonna come with dunked. Yeah. And since his um main rival is not gonna be competing, I feel like it's his time to get one. Even if he's even if he might not be the best, I feel like he might get a bit of a sympathy sympathy vote. Yeah, to I agree with you. I think this will be Aaron Gordon's first uh, slam dunk championship I mean obviously I think he should have he should have beaten Zach Levine but Zach Levine he did he it was a great you know contest by him as well but uh, I got I got Aaron Gordon for the 2020 slam dunk contest and going back to the all-star game you know off off mm-hmm. um off the recording we had uh, we had a discussion about you know just the the all-star game and you had a few problems with the format so like why don't you the why don't format. you expand yeah 100% so the NBA right now is very positionless. You've got LeBron, who is listed as a forward, who is obviously the, the Lakers' point guard. Paul George, who didn't make it, but he's listed as a forward, who's been playing shooting guard this season. Jimmy Butler, listed as a forward, who's been playing guard. So, I don't like the format. I feel like it should be completely positionless. The best players on each conference should be the ones to go. Whether whether he end up going there and there's no big man, there's no one above seven foot. Yeah. Because if you look at Houston, <laughs> that's what they're doing right now. They've got James Harden taking the tip off. So if that's extreme. what it is, that that's what I feel like. That's what the fans want to see. Yeah. Like, like for example, last year, who wants to see Vucevic make it? But he deserved <laughs> it. But who wants to watch Vucevic in the All Star game? Yeah. I I I don't personally. So. 
that's how I feel like the the system should change the format. I, I don't like it. And you know, I think the NBA are good with adapting. I mean, you know, they've made changes. They've had you know talks about um, different different ways to you know spruce up the league. You know, um, mm-hmm. the the load the the schedule. They're talking about um, yeah. reducing that. They've been they've had talks about you know changing the playoff the playoff form uh, formats, having the best. 16 teams rather than just eight from the Western Conference, eight from the Eastern Conference. What do you think about that? To be honest, I think that's the way to go. I mean, obviously, the main problem would be the travel. That would be the main yeah. issue. Like, teams, you know, potentially could be going, you know, cross-country over, like, mm-hmm. a, like a week. Like, that would be... That's a big... Um, that would be a big um, issue to face. But I think 100%. that's the way to go. Because right now, in the Eastern Conference, we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing the Orlando Magic... And 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 even the Brooklyn Nets, who are they're both under five hundred, and exactly, I'm sorry, but I don't think they deserve to. They 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 should do, be in the in the playoffs. Um, they, no, they shouldn't. To be fair, like obviously we've got um, Portland, who are they are also under five hundred. Like let's let's not let's not um, like let's let's get it right. They're under uh, yeah. five hundred as well. But mm-hmm. I mean, the NBA is all about catering to fans, and people exactly. want to see. You know, Dame Lillard, Dame CJ Lillard McCollum, in the playoffs. Carmelo Anthony. Exactly. They want to see them exactly. in the playoffs rather than, you know, DJ Augustine. DJ Augustine. <laughs> you know, Evan Evan Fournier. Like, come on, man. Like, we exactly. don't want to see. We don't want to see them. You hit the nail on the head. I feel like that's what that's what it needs to be. The best sixteen teams they go out, and yeah, I feel like that'll make it more interesting because, like, another thing I hear about the playoffs is that you predict like who's going to play who first like uh, i don't like that like yeah you you know that currently the lakers are going to play the grizzlies that's going to be 4-0 but yeah you know what can we do but at least like you know at least you know in this current format in the western conference it's it's going to be it's going to be very very competitive no matter apart from the Lakers versus the Grizzlies i mean the Grizzlies are a, they're they're, a, they're they're going to be a they're, they're a tough team but when you're facing the Lakers mm-hmm. and you've got LeBron and you've got Anthony Davis i mean it is going to be a sweep but after that i mean 100%. you've got you've got your Houstons and your Utahs and your Denvers your Oklahoma Cities they're going to be a they're going to be a tough out you know what 100%. i mean so 100%. It's still going to be tough, but um, I think the league will go in that direction in having the 16 best teams. Hopefully, hopefully. And it will be interesting to see it. 100%, uh, hopefully yeah. Hopefully it comes soon. And, you know, just look at the All-Star game. I mean, you know, we we saw, um, you know, people, you know, making jokes out of Giannis for his, his selections. You selections, know, you know, again. Not, yeah, again. Last again. year he wasn't great, he, he wasn't great either, but... So yeah, so what what what, do? what what do you think is his his game plan, his thinking when he's picking when he's picking the players he chose? He wants to go bully ball. He this guy's picking size. Yeah. The guy the guy first pick was Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> like I love Jojo, but like that's your first pick. Yeah. So and even in the reserves, like Le- LeBron played a smart game knowing that he's going to pick Chris Middleton first. So it's basically like giving LeBron the first pick again. Exactly, yeah. So, but yeah, um, he did make a funny comment about James Harden not passing the ball. Yeah, so I mean, he was right. About I that assume one. I assume he wants touches, so that's understandable. But in terms of his lineup, I guess he just wants to go big. He, he, him himself, he's a freak. Like if, but then again, 
he's got Kemba and Trey Young who 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 aren't the biggest. So like the front court is quite big. Yeah. But then you look at the back court of Trey Young and Kemba Walker, it kinda goes against the green. I suppose it's 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 possibly the you know the weakest backcourt, you know, defensively you could have Kemba Walker and Trey Young, you know. I think Kemba's what, six <laughs> yeah, one, exactly. Trey Young's like five eleven, I mean and exactly. you know the 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 LeBron starting lineup. I mean, you got LeBron six nine, Anthony Davis six ten, Kawhi, what's Kawhi six seven, six eight, Lucas six eight, yeah. James Harden six five. I mean, but you know, as you said, exactly. Giannis the reserves. He's he's got he's got Bam. He's got Rudy Gobert. You know, he's he's the tallest person on 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 either teams. Yeah, exactly. So I guess he's going for size. But yeah, so like who whoever Trey Young and um. Kemba will be guarding this. It's a bucket, if I'm being honest. It will be, and you know we were talking about. It's um, looking like it's gonna yeah. be. Um, sorry, to, it's looking like it's gonna be James Harden and um, Luca as the guards. Yeah. So, good luck stopping them. As you and as you said before, you know we were talking about. Um, you know a lot of you know a lot of playoff teams. Um, you know a lot of play, a lot of players in the in the All Star team, uh, representing mm-hmm. playoff teams, and we we're talking about contending teams for this year's championship so like give me your yep. thoughts on on who you think are like true contenders for the um for this year's title obviously you've got the two teams in in LA so they're definitely true contenders i feel like they 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 are the strongest teams coming out west if we're being honest yeah like and the west is packed and it won't be an, e- an easy sweep but i feel like that is the conference final we will see the all LA um, that's not to write out the Nuggets because they are a tricky team and they turn up and they're well coached and Jokic he, he's, he is amazing so and then Jamal Murray but I feel like apart like I feel like the team's missing something like Jamal Murray and Jokic are great pieces but do you get what I'm saying like I yeah. feel like there's something a little bit of X factor missing for that team like who 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 closes out the games for the Nuggets? It's Jokic, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Or or, or Jamal Murray, but I mean, yeah, they they're both they they're both really they're, the... they're both capable of doing that. I mean, but they don't have that one guy they can go to and just say, you know, just take give, give me the ball, get me a bucket. I, yeah, and get me a bucket. They don't have that. Exactly. And you know, um, we saw the first half of the season, Jokic. You know, he was struggling. You know, not reaching the heights mm-hmm. he was last year, but you know he's bounced back now. He's he's having a he's having a great season. Jamal Murray, yep. you know, he's 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 a really really good player, but he's mm-hmm. quite inconsistent. And you know, yeah, we saw exactly. that last year in the playoffs. I mean, I think it was against the Spurs. The first three or four games, he was he was terrible, but when the like the exactly. next two three games, he was unbelievable. So, exactly. I mean, and he's still you a young what player. Jamal Murray gonna get? Yeah, exactly. He's he, still got time. Yeah, he's still got time. And then. Gary Harris, I, I feel like, yeah, they, they can definitely upgrade in the wing positions. Yeah. It's more forward shooting guard, but... Yeah, and the thing about Jokic is I feel like he's not as as aggressive as I want him to be as a big man. Like, he's an amazing passer. Fundamentally sound, but... If he, if he becomes a bit more aggressive, then I feel like he'll elevate his game a little bit. And especially in playoff basketball... Yeah, it, it it will definitely do the Nuggets a world of good, but I have to go with the Lakers and the Clippers as the strongest contenders. And maybe let's not sleep on Utah. 
but yeah, Utah, yeah, yeah they're they Utah, are a great defensive team. You know they've amazing. You know they've added Bogdanovich in the off season, who's you know one of the best shooters in in this league, having a you know yeah another career, a career yep. year. But um, going back to the Clippers, you know watching um the jump a couple of days ago, you know hearing yep. um Scottie Pippen and Tracy McGrady talk about the Clippers, you know Tracy mm-hmm. McGrady in particular was like. If you don't have Paul George healthy, because obviously he has a he he has a, um, a hamstring injury right now, he doesn't yep. think that the Clippers you know have really any chance of of beating the Lakers if you know they do face each other in the mm-hmm. in the Western Conference Finals. Like, what what do you think about that? I feel like it's a very fair point, and I kind of have to agree because as good as Kawhi is, he needs some help, and the Lakers having having the one-two punch of LeBron and AD, mm-hmm. it's a lot because already, who's gonna guard AD in in the in the late in the Clippers? You yeah. can say obviously um, Zubac and um, um, Montrezl are, are are good, but how it's about it, how are they gonna stop him? So I feel like with um, with Paul George and and Kawhi, that's the two best perimeter defenders in the league. Yeah, that means LeBron's gonna have to work hard for the buckets. And, and and the rest of his pieces around him, like Danny Green's not going to be getting corner free after corner free, so yeah, I feel like he's kind of right. Paul George, he is a big factor in them potentially uh, coming out of the West. So like even without, uh, like we saw we saw the Clippers, you know, last year without you know PG mm-hmm. or Kawhi, you know, you won forty eight, mm-hmm. you won forty eight games. You got mm-hmm. to the, I mean, you you pushed Golden State to like almost to the limit. I mean, six games, and you know, yeah. almost each game was was very very competitive, very competitive. Mm-hmm. And this was against the Golden State team that was fully healthy. So yeah, like even without Paul George, I mean, I think you guys could you know still get to the Western Conference Finals with Kawhi and and um, you know everyone else apart from apart from PG George, but yeah. obviously as you for the reasons you mentioned before I mean it's going to be tough for them to to be you know if the, you know, if they are fully healthy LeBron and, and AD because we've seen AD have a couple issues this season I mean LeBron's been yeah. you know fairly healthy but you know the the mm-hmm. but the just the overall squad for the Lakers they're going to have to they're going to have to do their job I mean we're going to have to see Dwight they Howard are. and Javel you know do what they've been doing um this mm-hmm. season we're going to have to see Kuzma I mean this is going to be his first season in the playoffs and he's he's yep. he, he's a good player, but he's in, another inconsistent player, a streaky mm-hmm. shooter, but he can score the ball. So we're we're gonna have to see how he how he you know reacts to his first playoff environment. I mean, we've got you know you got Danny Green, who's he's had this experience countless times, but even he's yep. not really looking like the player you know defensively that he's looked in. That he was in, on the Spurs. On the Spurs, and you know even yeah. even just last year with the with Toronto. So it's gonna it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be amazing. difficult, yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. I, what I'm gonna put to you is that, aside from the the two all stars and superstars on each team, so PG and Kawhi and AD and LeBron, I feel like the Clippers have the better supporting cast. Yeah, I think in terms is, yeah. of getting stuff done, like if you're looking at Morris, you're looking at Landry Shamet, Lou Williams, Montrezl Howell, Pat Bev. Like even even the likes of Patterson and so I feel like we've got guys that that can do it and guys that know how to fight and know how to to ball. So I feel like there's more of a question question mark on your supporting cast, not necessarily your stars, because you you have the best partnership in the league 
Yeah. Arguably, probably. But in terms of the people around them, like, how how well were they going to play? That's, I feel like that's what could maybe favour the Clippers. But then again, when you have AD and LeBron, you, you always stand a good chance. Yeah, we do. And like, I heard I heard yesterday, you know, someone said on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. Lou Williams is an all-star that's just playing, you know, as a sixth Six man. man. Cause it, I mean, 100%. if you like, he, he, I mean, is he like, he's, 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 he's basically a star. Like he, he yeah, play exactly. he, he plays he, the same amount of minutes really that, that, you know, Kawhi plays or poor George or, or mm-hmm. um, even like Montrose. I mean, they, they all play really the same amount of minutes. Yeah. And you got Marcus Morris. I mean, he was, he was, I think he was the best player last year on the Celtics. I mean, it was kind of a, a, a disastrous season for them yeah. last year mm-hmm. the days mm-hmm. they still went to close but you know they got they got smacked by the by the bucks for one bucks yeah but morris i think he, he he was the most consistent player you know he was he was giving them he was giving them buckets on the defensive end he's mm-hmm. a very good player so you know yep. he's he's a player that obviously his his um impact and his addition to the clippers has not been understated at all i mean people are realizing that this guy is a very very good player so he's he's, he's gonna piece. yeah he's a great piece so and you you didn't really give too much to get him to be honest I mean the Knicks I mean mm-hmm. what can you say about the Knicks I mean I like, what the, what the I, hell I are they doing I have no affiliation I have no affiliation with that with that team because I I don't know how many power forwards they want on their roster but <laughs> <laughs> the, as for that team I I don't understand but to be fair to Morris like he played he played the free agency game so well. Yeah, as in he was set to go to the Spurs. Like, imagine Morris, DeRozan, and Lamarcus Aldridge. To me, Oof. like the, the regular season, they're not going to do nothing, but the playoffs, that's tough. Yeah, with Greg Popovich coaching, and then he took the extra five million, went to New York, got his money. Basically, was a number one option in New York because yeah. who who else was there? Exactly. And then, then he got his move to the contending team, and just before the deadline, so. I mean, he, to him. he he finessed the game so brilliantly. He did. He did. That's that's what I call securing the bag. He, yeah. he he did it properly, securing the bag and and to be on arguably one of the favorites for a championship. Boy, well done to him. Well done to him indeed. And you know, you know, let, let's you know, moving on to the football side of it, you know, because mm-hmm. we 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 saw we saw the news about you know Manchester City two days ago or mm-hmm. not actually yesterday mm-hmm. about you know them being banned from the Champions League for the next two years and being fined you know I said you know mm-hmm. for like 30 million 30 million pounds 30 million euros, euros something like yeah. that mm-hmm. so um, as, as a Liverpool fan myself I mean I was quite delighted with the news uh, I thought that you know, like I can imagine I thought they needed some sort of punishment I mean if you just think about it the amount of money that they've spent and obviously, Ridiculous. this is amount of money they spent with with barely any outgoings. I think like the mm-hmm. the most money they've gotten from a sale since like since um, Sheikh Mansour bought the club. Well, I think it was Kalechi Iannaccio, which was like thirty million. Oh my days! Because if you think like recently. if you think about it, like and it was exactly it was recently as well. If you think about it, who have they sold for like quite a bit of a like substantial you know amount of money? You're right. I can't think of anyone. They've that, gone yeah. for free or gone, gone for peanuts. And, you know, wow. I, and they said, you know, I think it was in 2018, that they were expecting a punishment from, mm-hmm. f- you know, from from, from the, UEFA. From the UEFA. And, 
Yeah. Maybe I don't think they were, you know, expecting something uh, this as drastic. Because yeah. But you know, they they can obviously appeal to the court of arbitration of sport, and mm-hmm. I, I like deep down, I think that they're going to get suspended for a year. I think that I think the two yeah. years. I I don't know about that. I think a year will be like still a year is a is a huge deal because they're missing out on a on a lot of money. Lot from, of the champ- money, from the Champions League and a lot of TV money mm-hmm. and you know like people are saying oh you know some players might want to leave Kevin De Bruyne Sergio mm-hmm. Aguero might want to leave to be honest I, I don't think I don't think that's uh, that's going to be an uh, issue for them I don't think they're in any danger really of losing any players um, you, you don't think so I, even I don't if think they so. lose Guardiola if, even if they use oh. the thing is I think Cause... I think Guardiola will, le- will stay one more year but like, what do you think? Yeah. Do you think they're gonna? Do you think they can lose any like key players? But the thing is, I don't, I don't know. They could do because like a player of De Bruyne's quality, like he has no business not playing Champions League football, in my opinion. But I feel like this current this year's Champions League and like their game against Madrid, like the Champions League run now is going to be their biggest run of the season because potentially they might not see Champions League football again until twenty twenty two, so. They're gonna have to cop with the eggs in, in in the Champions League basket because the league's already done. So I don't know. I feel like it depends on this season. I kind of feel like if they win it this season, then they might be more inclined to go because they've kind of completed it, and the option to repeat would not be there anyway because they're not gonna be in it. I mean, I, I that, that makes sense, but like, I'm thinking if like if these some of these top players who want to leave. Like, where where can you see them going to? You know, you know what I mean. Like, so, that, I mean, that's a great they, point. They, they can play. You know, they have the talent to play for you know top clubs. But mm-hmm. like, there's some team like Bayern Munich. They're not. They don't. They're, they're not going to spend them. Like, how, De Bruyne's going to be how no. much? How much do you think De Bruyne would be worth? Like in this You're open market at right now, way way over hundred million. I think he's probably. I think he'll probably be about like one fifty or something. If Coutinho went for yeah. hundred forty two, KDB at least is one fifty. Bayern Munich aren't going to pay that. Juventus, <laughs> they're, they're not going to pay that. Barcelona, no. I mean, I think they're in danger of, of financial fair play themselves. I mean, the amount themselves. of money that they've been spending. And Real Madrid, it's not really worked for them. And, it's, yeah, it hasn't, and it hasn't worked for them at all. Real Madrid, I mean, they spent a bucket of money last year. And plus yeah. they have quite, they, they, they signed, you know, um, they have Valverde, he's a young midfielder. I mean, they've got Casemiro. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got they've got play young players around. Obviously, KDB is could could start for is, them. Is, yeah, hundred percent. It wouldn't really make sense for them to spend you know over a hundred and fifty million pounds on a player where they have you know options there. It's true, but you have to think about it in terms of their midfield. In terms of Real Madrid's midfield options, like how many good years um are Modric and Cruz? Like how long have they got left at the top level? So I feel like yeah. that's why they were linked with Ericsson. They were linked with Pogba. And it wouldn't surprise me if I see a KDB going to join his fellow Belgium and then Hazard over there in oh, yeah, Madrid. But I'd, uh, again, like, like you, I don't see it happening, if I'm being honest. And I couldn't put, like their key players, I couldn't tell you where they would go, if I'm being, if I'm being completely honest. So maybe they might just survive. But I suppose it's going to be interesting to see and it's going to be interesting to see how, like how the appeal goes because Chelsea got away with their appeal and they didn't sign anyone in January yeah. although they just secured Hakim Ziyech which I'm very salty about tell everyone tell everyone the team the sorry team that you support 
the sorry team I support, I support Arsenal. Ouch. So right now, time's tough. Like, me and Fasika went to school together. So in school, Fasika was very quiet. And that. obviously, Fasika supports Liverpool now. So him and a certain other mutual friend of ours, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to, I'm going to have to sit quiet and let, and let you lot talk because this is your time. It's been it's this been coming, man. It's been coming. It has been coming, but I, I I don't forget the streets. Never forget the days when you lot were doing Europa League draws in the playground. Wait, wait, wait. I, I don't but, want to talk about that. Nah, right look at you guys now. Look at you guys now. So best team in the world, probably. Well, you won the World Cup, World Cup, and the Champions League. So best team in the world. Yeah. So you lot. I mean, like we're we're recording. It pains me to say. Like, we're recording Saturday evening, so just, you know, like, an hour and a half ago, I just finished watching the Liverpool game against Norwich. We beat them 1-0. It was a yeah, tough game. Again. Sadio Mane, Oscar, Mane this guy, he's just unbelievable. He's a 12th goal of the season. He's something else. It's our, mate, it's he's our, something else. He's something. He's, for me, I think Mane, I don't, I don't know if I want to say he doesn't get the respect he deserves, because I think everyone realises that, you know, he is a world-class player. Mm-hmm. Like, but I do, I do think he's in that you know, like top three wingers in the world. I, I, I don't think that's unfair. You know, to to say that. Do, do you think? Uh, let me think. <laughs> so Hazard and Neymar are, are clear in that position. Then yeah, he, he's probably the next. I can't think of like if any of our listeners hear this and I'm forgetting someone obvious. Please let us know. But I hate to admit, it, but you're probably right. To be fair, I can't think of anyone that's better than him in, in the wide positions if I'm honest like depending on where you class Mbappe because I think Mbappe is better than him but I think he's more of a centre forward yeah I'll, so, yeah I'll class Mbappe as a centre forward I mean you've got you've got Mo Salah you've got you know got Mane's teammate there but you know I do think mm-hmm. I do think Mane is slightly better than Salah agreed agreed like um, 100% yes yeah, so I do yeah I don't think he's he, he, he is top three I think Salah will probably be in the top four you know, so I think he's just—he's not—he's not—he's barely, you know, away from from money in that. In that, if we were doing a ranking of that kind, would you pick uh, Salah over Sterling? To be honest with you, I would. I would, and this is no saltiness, no bias from me, because okay. you know our, oh, fe- yeah. our fellow he—he mu- he left us, but you know our fellow mutual friend, <laughs> he goes by the name of Lemuel. He he is very salty, and we've had many 100%. conversations about about Sterling, mm-hmm. and he doesn't think he's that salty about Sterling. But if you can hear his voice and the stuff that he says, bro, he's he he's salty. But I mean, I remember the times, the good times with Sterling. Like, I remember that, and mm-hmm. it, like because when we almost won the title in 2013, the 2014 season, like mm-hmm. that season, it's like it's been ingrained in my head. Like I remember that season of Liverpool. Than any other season in my life because we were never expecting to be you know title challengers and every 100%. single game it was a it was a wild it was wild you know we'd win four two five three five nil I mean it was just it was craziness and Sterling was it a big was part wild. of that you know what I mean hundred percent hundred percent that front three of Sterling Sturridge and Suarez oh man oh my man. days oh my days like that was yeah, just I, I don't want to think about that season because. I believe we're top of the league that season. Or was it the year before? Then you lot beat us five one at Anfield. So, no, no, that that yeah. was that was that season. You were top of the league. It at was Christ- that season. Yeah, it was, you were top of the yeah. league at Christmas. T- typical. I don't know. Typical. I don't know what the hell happened to you guys, but Giroud happened. Giroud. <laughs> oh. oh man. 
I, I, I don't want to talk about that guy. As much as um, he came back uh, when, obviously, he plays for Chelsea now. When he came to the Emirates, he came and uh, clapped. I was at the game yeah. when we beat them, you know. And um, we, the uh, Emirates gave him a standard ovation. But the stuff that guy put us through, especially during school, like, considering that that guy replaced Van Persie, <laughs> mate, ugh, I, if we start talking about Arsenal now, mate, I, 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 I mean, we're going to have to, I like... It's better for my mental capacity that we avoid it. But you know what? I remember the times, you know, at school, you know, when, you know, when you did have Giroud and I always thought, like, I, you know, he he obviously wasn't that, the, that, that number one striker that was going to lead you to a, to mm-hmm. a, to a trophy, but uh, to a mm-hmm. title. But I mean, you spent 12 million on him. I don't know what fans were really expecting. I mean, I think he, I, I thought he was always, you know, harshly criticised. You know, before he was. B- before the the season, he like he had a goal drought of like what was it, fourteen, fifteen games, sixteen games, oh, and oh, Messi Ozil did not break the assist assist record because of him. How how can how can someone drop nineteen assists and not win the league in in a season where everyone else was bad apart from Leicester and Tottenham? That's crazy. I'll never forget. I'll never forgive Giroud <laughs> for that season. I'm sorry. I'll never ever. I don't know if you could hear my voice. I'll never no, ever I, forgive I, that I, guy. I, I could hear it. And also, I'll never forgive Wenger for that season too. Like, okay, not Wenger. Uh, um, I'll never forgive the Arsenal hierarchy because that season, we had signed Ozil the season before. We just had just got Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. Pet a check. And you don't sign anyone else. Are you crazy? If, oh man. I mean, they dropped if the we, ball If there. we had had a forward that made sense, that, that league was ours. I'm sorry. That league was ours. Like, uh, the Leicester, the Leicester fairy tale was amazing, big up them. But they, they it should have been it should have been Arsenal in the league that season. I mean, how many points did you end up finishing below Leicester? I think it ended up being ten. I'm not uh, gonna lie to you. Which it, it doesn't sound like it was competitive, but, but it, it was. Yeah, like it, it was until the, until and like then, the final weeks. Until like the final weeks where Tottenham Tottenham were above us, and then yeah. in the last of the season we finished above them. So. <laughs> <laughs> they always that be taking team. L's. Oh, Tottenham. Oh, that that team, bro. Or oh, they're kind of better than us right now, but they still haven't won anything since what 2008. So 2008. Boy, that's that's tough. And you're you're losing Ericsson for 16 million. You know. Boy, good good luck to that team over there. Like you know, on Tottenham, like um, Harry Kane. You know, he's been one of the best strikers mm-hmm. in the league for the last mm-hmm. what four or five years. You Do you say the world? In the in the world, yeah, of course, in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's obviously proved it in the Champions League, proved it in the World Cup. Yep. Can you see, mm-hmm. do you see if Tottenham, you know, do not really, you know, drastically improve if they don't compete for trophies in the next, you know, year or so? Can you see him leaving? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? I say yes because a player of his quality should want to win and want to win trophies and want to like progress his career. But the reason why I say no, I kind of feel like he. It gives me that English one club vibe type of guy, yeah. and he kind of gives me the vibe of he wants to break Alan Shearer's record. So, I feel like that might see him. But then again, I don't know what team in England he would go to. So, obviously, the obvious team I can think in my head is Real Madrid, but we're still yet to see how Luka Jovic is gonna, which hasn't worked out so far. But we yet to see how he's gonna be. So yeah, I mean he's still got time, like. Yeah, the the guy last season for Frankfurt, the guy was special. Special. He scored what I think twenty five goals. He scored all competitions. Ridiculous. 
Ridiculous. I mean, you know, in but football, yeah. I don't know because I don't see him. I don't see him going to like a Juventus or nothing like that. I feel like you see, he's, he's either going to be Spain or England for yeah, Kane. Nothing too extravagant. Nah, <laughs> uh, nah, nothing too extravagant at all. So, but for now, I'm gonna say I don't see him leaving anytime soon. Maybe Sonny though. Maybe I, in, yeah, I mean, hmm. uh, he's 27 right now. I mean, like, I, I, I wanted him at Liverpool. You know, I thought we mm-hmm. should have, you know, maybe gone in for him in the summer or maybe, you know, yeah. this summer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it looks like we're going to get, you know, Timo Werner. And that's another, I mean, I would love, I would love Werner at Liverpool. Because we do need, we do need cover. I'm, I'm not saying he'll be strictly yeah. cover, but we can obviously change the formation to 4-2-3-1. Yeah. 4-2-3-1, play Firmino attacking mid. Exactly. I mean, that is his... Werner leading at the line. Yeah, like, people forget, like, Firmino's natural position was a cam. I mean... Yeah, he he was an attacking midfielder at Hoffenheim, but you know mm-hmm. at Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp. I mean, we we didn't have we didn't have a striker that fitted the mold. I mean, we had Benteke, but I have no idea why. I, to this day, I don't know why Brendan Rodgers bought Christian Benteke. Like Benteke never fit Brendan Rodgers' style of play. So many strikers you lot got. I did didn't make sense. Ricky Lambert, Balotelli. Oh, I was so, I was so deluded. I, I remember thinking at school, I was like Mario Balotelli, Brendan Rodgers is gonna change him. He's he's gonna he's gonna have a great season. He's gonna change his mentality. I was so deluded, and it ended it, it ended it ended horribly for for for, for Balotelli and for Liverpool. Unfortunately, he did, and I feel like I would have liked to see Sturridge stay fit because prime Sturridge. Oh. I've got a lot of time for prime Sturridge. I, like D Sturridge, I I used to love his game. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, and That's, even uh, like in Klopp's first couple seasons, he was still playing all right when he was fit. Like I know he, he scored a great goal in the Europa League final. Oh, for yeah, you he did. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that yeah. goal. I was watching that game live, and unfortunately, you lot went on to lose that. But you know, it, yeah, it would have been interesting to see a fully fit Sturridge under Klopp because he's not a presser, but the guy can put the ball in the back of the net. Oscar, this guy at Liverpool in the season we almost won the title. See, I hate saying that. I have to say it all the time. The season we almost mm-hmm. won the title, he yeah. was just—he was unbelievable. Sublime. Not just just the, he, just as a footballer, he, like he's a brilliant you know technical footballer, but mm-hmm. the type ta- the the type of goals he would score, the link up play he had with Suarez. I mean, it was such a beautiful partnership on the football pitch, and it was. It's so sad. Like I feel so sorry for him that that was basically his last season being fully fit. Yeah, and then yeah, being at the top true. level. That was his last season because after so that, true. the season after, he scored like maybe 12, 13 goals in all competitions, but he mm-hmm. was injured for most of the yeah. season. Evan, obviously since then, he's just been injured. And I mean, it's one of the, for me, that's one of like the great mysteries in the Premier League. Like if Daniel Sturridge was fit for his, for his entire career, what would he have been? Like, same exactly. thing with Michael Owen. Like, I'm not trying to make this, like, a Liverpool thing. But the same <laughs> thing with, like, Michael Owen. He won the Ballon d'Or in 2001. Like, he was... I don't I'm, I know. I don't know how old he was in 2001. I think maybe he was 22, something like that. 22, 23. He was, he was young. Yeah. So, I'm just, like... Like, Liverpool was the start of his career. And it was basically the end of his career. Because he it's didn't true. he didn't do much in Real Madrid. I mean, he was all right. He scored, like, 13 goals. But that was at the time they had Ronaldo and Zidane. Ronaldo, and yeah. Beckham. And w- it's just craziness. And then he uh, he went to United, right? Am I correct? Evan, yeah, he went to United in later in his career. Yeah, which I think he he also went to Stoke too. So he went to Stoke too. Yeah, he retired at Stoke actually. 
But one thing I have to say about Sturridge, I don't know if you remember, at the start of that season where you almost won the league, Suarez was suspended because yes. he decided to bite someone in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. And Sturridge, yes. <laughs> Sturridge car- carried the load, literally. Like, that's when I was paying attention to you lot. Then I always wondered, like, how's it going to work when Suarez comes back? Da-da-da-da. And it worked perfectly fine. Like, yeah, it Sturridge that season, yeah, un- un- untouchable. Like... I still remember. I remember the game Suarez came back. Like when he when he came back from like it was he was it, when he was he was suspended for biting. Um, uh, it was Ivan. It was Ivanovic because remember the was World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup was the, the the summer. The World Cup was the following summer. It was from the season before oh, when yeah, when he yeah, bit Ivanovic yeah, 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 when we yeah, drew two yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, he God. came he came back against um Sunderland, and then mm-hmm. I think he scored twice. And then Sturridge scored as well. And it was it was just like oh this was just unbelievable. I think I remember the game. You look wearing like a like a dark blue kind the dark, of kit. Yeah, the dark the, yeah the dark yeah. Uh, the, it was the purple the purple and black kit. Uh-huh. I actually bought yeah. that kit. I had storage at the back of it. And oh, yeah, it was just and, uh, great I, times. I remember that game actually surprisingly. But back in the day when I used to watch Master of the Day all the time, so I, I had a decent memory. Now, <laughs> mate, I, I don't even watch Master of the Day anymore. <laughs> but that's gonna change because I'm on a podcast now. I need to keep up to date. Of course, but. Yeah, nah, stories that season untouchable. Well, you know, just you know, for you for Arsenal, you know, you've got Arteta mm-hmm. now. I mean, it's it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna it might be it's gonna take a while for Arsenal to get back to, you know, where you wanna be. But like, w- what do you see in Arteta? Like, do you think he's the man? What type of moves do you do you want Arsenal to be making in the in the in the transfer windows? Um, so far so good. It's early days, but I'm seeing something under Emery. I, I don't I, still now I couldn't tell you what our style of play was like one minute it's one minute it's 3-4-3 three, three, one minute it's 4 two, three, one then it's 4-3-3 three, three, then it's 3-5-2 like I, and then our style of play I cannot tell you like one minute we play at the back next minute we don't one minute we press the next minute we don't like it was a mess that 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 was worse than Wenger's last years that that Emery oh this season of Emery like the start of the oh yeah. man and the end of last season horrible so I with Arteta I can see a style of play and I can see the players are, are like are stepping up their game like I thought David Luiz had no no chance at this club but now yeah. he's actually sh- putting in performances and I'm like wow even Mustafi is playing okay Mustafi like what is Arteta saying to get <laughs> Mustafi playing football I, 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 don't, I don't even understand but in terms of the transfer window <sighs> Like with Arsenal, we have a horrible owner, so I I don't know how much backing we're gonna get, and then it's it's difficult because it depends on really if we get a Bamian and Lacazette to sign their contracts mm-hmm. because that that's a big part of our, our attack and our future. To be yeah, honest. of course. In terms of what I want us to get, well, we we have we just got a centre back. Pablo Murray from you, you would have seen him he played against you lot in the final in the Club World Cup final and See, I, I heard he had a good re- game I mean uh, Flamengo they did really well against us I mean obviously we only yeah. won one in extra time so yeah mm-hmm. I heard he had a good game but and, and supposedly the rumours coming out obviously we had a winter break and we were in Dubai rumours coming out is that he's looking impressive and we have William Saliba coming in next season too of course too. yeah so I feel like in terms of outs I feel like Mustafi needs to go Time's up. Um, 
this is where it gets difficult because again, I thought Xhaka when when he when he uh, um, annoyed our fans against Crystal Palace. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I said in the group chat that I didn't want to see him play for us again, but he's turned it around. He's put performances in, but also if like he's one of those if he left, I wouldn't feel no type of way. So I would like us to maybe get a centre back, and uh, again a full back. We need a winger. A left winger, because that's the thing. Having a Bangman and Lacazette, who are top class strikers, they play in the same position. And shoe holding a Bangman outright at the moment is not working. Because as as hard as a Lacazette is not working, as hard as Lacazette is working, like off the ball, he's not he's not scoring goals at all. So yeah, I'm I can't I love them both. So to say to say so one of them, it hurts me, but. If if a bid from Barcelona came in for like sixty seventy million for Bamyang and he's got at that point it'll be a year or a year and a half year a year or a year and a half left yeah. on his deal, I'd, I'd maybe sell him and get get a winger. In terms of who I don't know, we need a creative midfielder because as I am a massive Messi as a lover, but at the moment it just doesn't seem to be working. Yeah. The thing is when Arteta first came in, he was putting in some good performances like against Man United and Chelsea, he he was very good. But now it just doesn't seem to be working. So I wanted Hakim Zayic, but a certain team in West London got him. So <laughs> no, yes, they did. Uh, we we will see. I, I don't know how how much the Cronkies are gonna back Arteta in the summer. I mean, but, you know, they did. They did. You know, they backed Emery obviously last summer fairly well. I mean, spending seventy two yeah. on Pepe, twenty seven on Saliba. Um, you know, getting. Mm-hmm. Louise and all that stuff Kieran yeah of course Kieran Tierney we haven't seen much of him because he's been he's been injured, injured. but mm. like I, I, like as a, as just an outsider like I feel that you know they see that Arteta like they see that they don't really have any option but to back Arteta I mean mm-hmm. you you sacked you sacked Emery after what was it, 18 months I mean yeah. you don't want to become Manchester United just sacking managers every two seasons not at all yeah not so Arteta's a young manager you know worked under Pep you know mm-hmm. obviously Man City did brilliantly I'm not saying that's all down to Arteta but he was he was um, Pep's top assistant you know he, yeah. know he knows the club he loves Arsenal so I think it's it's the right thing to do to back him but obviously Arsenal fans had have had problems with you know Kroenke for years so <sighs> it, it just it remains a question but I feel like he doesn't really have any option but to but to invest um, yeah, in, no, in, in, he, in the he squad to be fair, he doesn't, and like, I do think Kronke sees us as a cash cow, because if you look at the Kronke estate, like we're talking that the guy owns Denver Nuggets and Colorado Rapids and many other teams, and his wife is the heir to the um the Walmart estate. Yeah. So these people are rich, and, and the Rams Walmart as well. As the, the LA Rams who made the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. So he's got successful teams, if we're being honest. I believe he has a, a ice hockey team, which I can't remember. So he's got NBA team, NFL, MLS, uh, Premier League, so and Walmart Estate. So <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> the money's good, exactly. So, but I don't know how much revenue we're going to keep turning over because we're, this this could be our fourth season without Champions League football. Yeah. And to me, that growing up, that 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 never happened. Yeah. So. The, this these few years have been horrible and I'm sick of the Europa League I'm sick of <laughs> playing teams in Azerbaijan and Kazakhstan and I'm really sick of it I hope this is our last season in it 
man. Uh, you know what? It, it, it maybe, maybe. You know, we. It, it just it depends. You know, we've got a range of teams that are just you know thinking about what to do next. We've got your Tottenham's, your mm-hmm. United's, your Arsenal's. We've got Leicester. You know, who are you know they're a young team. They're getting better, but um, mm-hmm. it's 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 been a it's been a good one. Uh, Hundred percent. We've you know we 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 followed you know we've done well with the with the NBA. We've we've talked about the All Star Game. It's gonna. We be... forgot about the NBA. What did we forget? We forgot the um, Western the Eastern Conference um, contenders. We just spoke about the LA teams. Of course, of course, now. the Eastern Conference contenders. So for you, mm. I mean, what do what do you think about that? Well, obviously, obviously, uh, you can't look further than the team that's currently got the best record in the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. Um, complete team like I do f- still feel like losing uh, Brogdon was a massive loss and because he, he kind of helped with the playmaking and right now he's currently playing the point guard for uh, the Pacers and the Pacers are, are a fun team to watch Yeah, but with Giannis and with Chris Middleton stepping up and he's 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 not. He is the number two option, but he's a bona fide all star now. I feel like. Yeah, uh, so, there's, there's no questions about it now. Nah, no, no question at all. So I do feel like they are the strongest team coming out of the East, but I don't really know who's gonna compete with them. Like the Raptors are playing absolutely amazing, but when it comes down to it, I I I, I don't see them beating the Bucks. I mean, I have to agree with you. I think with the Eastern Conference is pretty cut and dry. Milwaukee mm-hmm. are the favourites, deserve to be the favourites. I do believe, you know, they are going to get to the NBA finals. I don't yeah. think um I, I think I think the Raptors will probably be their hardest um competition in the playoffs. Um you know you I think harder I, yeah. than the seventy sixers? I think so. Uh, yeah, there's just too many questions about the Sixers, man. I just I just you just don't know what you're gonna get. Like Embiid will drop like thirty five and thirteen. One one game and then like ten and seven the other game like you just don't know what you're going to get from him, and Simmons as well. Simmons can be. I mean, Simmons is a great player, but he's he's mm-hmm. also a, a player that, I mean, forget about the shooting. I mean, mm-hmm. you. I mean, he's he is a great defender, but I, I they're not. I don't think they're mature enough to really lead. A, we said this a year ago and the year before mm-hmm. that that I don't mm-hmm. think they're mature enough to lead a team to an NBA Finals like Giannis. He's one hundred percent, and he's looking at MVP back to back again. Yeah, so, he will be. I think. Uh, yeah, but the, the thing about the Sixers is, I feel like they've got the si- they've got the size to put on Giannis. They've got the Al Horfords and the Embiid's to put on him. Yeah, but even still, like in the game just the other week, like Giannis still dominated, and he's literally unstoppable. Nobody can stop him. And then he's got lights out shooters like around him. You got Brooke Lopez, who's the guy just shoots from feet wait like thirty feet. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You're looking at uh, Chris Middleton, a great shooter. So yeah, we can't look any further than the Bucks, and it's a shame because I do like a, a few of the other teams in the uh, East. Like I love the Miami Heat. Oh, I love yeah, of that, that yeah, grip. Miami. And then you've got. Um, which they managed to get Iggy Dalla and Jay Crowder, who fit the system, who fit the Miami lifestyle. So, uh, and yeah. And obviously you've got Jimmy Butler, who finally gets his own team. And I I didn't think they'll be this good. Bam Adebayo stepping up. Yeah. Because I remember a few years ago when Whiteside used to start over uh, Bam, and I was like, mm, how good is Bam going to be? And Bam's an all-star this season. So 
big up to them. Yeah, they've been great. And then obviously the Indiana Pacers, who Sabonis, like I, I do love that team. Sabonis, Turner, you got Oladipo, one of the best two-way players in the league. Brogdon, who's he's, he's a big loss for for the Bucks and a big, big game loss. for the Pacers. Yeah, but I just don't see. I mean, you got your you got your Boston, you got your Boston. Boston Celtics, they've done well this it's season, true. very well this season. It's very well this season. But they don't and really they, have they the size. And they do have quite a stacked team. They do, but, but... Yeah, again, they don't have the size. So, how, how, how would you deal with Giannis and Brook Lopez, that size? Exactly. Because Brook Lopez is a very underrated shot blocker. Yeah, so, yeah, he is, he is. And you've got Giannis and then... Yeah, I don't know how you deal with that. Especially with the lineup that they play. Would they play... Um, Haywood, sometimes Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they're all kind of wingish players. So, yeah. Yeah, I've got to give it to the Bucks. I'm saying Bucks or Bucks. Bucks will play a team in the LA, a team in LA in the finals. What team in LA? I can't tell you. Like, for, I've, I've been saying the Lakers all season, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, for, for now, for now I think I, I'm smack dab right in the middle, like fifty-fifty. I, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Exactly. But you know, we'll be seeing, we'll be seeing. You know, all of these players. You know, tonight in the All Star game, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a hundred percent. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a great game. I mean, we're not. The All Star game's tomorrow, isn't it? Um, it's tonight. I swear. Oh, it's tonight. It's oh. The, oh wait, uh, no, it's tomorrow. You're right. Yeah, you're tomorrow. Right, Sundays right. is tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Sunday, so, yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna see that tomorrow. And Oscar, I mean, it's been, it's been a for me. I think, I think it's been a great, you know, first podcast. A hundred percent. We've covered a lot of stuff, basketball, football, a lot mm-hmm. of topics. Yep. So you know, we'll be we'll be dropping these episodes uh, every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll try and be as as consistent as consistent. as we can. Hundred percent. So you know, uh, this was this was. Uh, something that we've we've wanted to do for a while and we've and we've, we've done mm-hmm. it so we're obviously very happy and um, yeah it's nice to get the first one out of the way yeah the first one is always the hardest but we've done that so you mm-hmm. know we'll see we'll see everyone everyone who listens if you listen that'll be great you know we'll see you every Wednesday and so you know thanks yep. for tuning in thank you very much for tuning in guys catch us next week <laughs>